Hello and welcome to a bit of a new series that we're doing where we're going to shine a light on some of the agents within the company. So today I've got someone who I've been told to introduce as the King of the Hill. I think we both think that's a bit cheesy. So his real name is Josh Menzies and he works in our Demac Hills team. So welcome, Josh. Thanks for having me, PK. Thank you very much. You're very welcome. So before we came on, I was thinking about our first meeting when you came into the office and Josh is from a place in the UK called Stockport, which is the same place that I'm from. And I think it's fair to say over the last 10 to 12 years, some of the best people within the company, not talking about myself, but some of the top agents within the company and um, in some other departments of the company are from Stockport. So in the first meeting, I felt like I'd put too much pressure on you because I was telling you about this wealth of wealth of experience and success from Stockport. And there were you on your first day. And I was pretty much saying, look, well, you're going to be really bad if you fail now when you're from Stockport. Like, you're literally as in, exactly <laughs> what you said, though. So how was that for, how, how did that leave you? Low depression. Yeah. Because I went, I went into the Mac and I remember obviously we got all our areas and it was the lad that did this, by the way, was the best in the company in lettings. I was like, okay. And then obviously you said about that with, with everyone from Stockport, you know, yourself, um, Kempo, uh, Darren Murphy. So obviously straight away, you're going to be like, okay, like I need to be good. Otherwise I'm just going to like an idiot. Um, but I feel like the more that I got to know everyone and everyone was doing well, they were just normal people. Yeah. And actually that was, I think having people from my area was like, well, more reassuring yeah. than anything. Um, so yeah. No, yeah, it's a, it's a good point. And it's something I always try and say to new starters and I'm not piling the pressure on it's, everyone who's successful in the job is a normal person. I think sometimes people come in and they expect these like demigods to be walking around the office, like silver tongue salesmen who just convince everyone to do everything that they want and, and everything else. But it's, um, it's not the case. So from our side, we were really, really impressed almost straight away by yourself when you came in, sure. in terms of uh, you approach your job, your work ethic, uh, how you communicate with people. We're quite big as a company on structures and processes, so how you adapted to them quite quickly. But from your side, how did you find the first four to four to eight weeks in the job? Um, do, do you know what? Truthfully, it, it, most of it was what I expected because of you know videos like this coming out where people were talking, and I knew that like for example the first like six months or a year. Not even to do with like your earnings, but like actually getting set up, getting yourself an apartment. Okay, I don't want to rent a car now for, it's been a year I've been renting a car, let's buy a car. Just like getting set up, you know, it takes, it takes a while, but like for me, the job, I wouldn't say it came natural, but I've always been like, like quite good with people. I know yeah. there's so many things that, you know, that I'm not good at, but I know that I've always been good with people. Yeah. So. Well, another thing you quite, good at, I would say, and I'd encourage anyone who's not seen it yet to watch, is YouTube and your YouTube channel. Yeah. So can share with us all what your YouTube channel is, where to find you, and the kind of things you talk about on there. Um, so you can find it, it's called I'm Just Joshing. Um, <laughs> and um, yeah, so it's funny when, because people obviously, the reaction from it was like really nice, but it literally, honestly, it was literally just me walking dogs. Like it was me going to the dog shelter and just going, okay, this would be, you know, fun to just do for my own, you know, hobby or whatever. And then the first thing I thought is this is, this just really isn't Dubai. 
bite at all. Like, you know, people think Dubai and then I'm walking dogs, which I found hilarious. But yeah, like that's how it started. And then because of the fact of it literally being totally different to what Dubai is really like, I was like, what if you could actually, you know, show people what it's actually like to live here? Like the good, the bad and the ugly. So, yeah. So uh, that's interesting, actually. So what are some of the ugly things that, because we all know that, that, or we can know or imagine the good things, but what are some of the, the more ugly things that, that you've highlighted and you've seen? It's about 15 quid for a pint. <laughs> that's one thing. Um, just, just like, you know, obviously it gets really hot. Um, you know, it, it takes a while to, to, you know, in the summer, like it's great in the winter and stuff like that, but coming to the, the summer, it does get too hot. But then you also know that's when people are uh, serious when it comes to viewing. But like, it was just getting set up. Like no one sees the fact that, for example, like when I first moved here, I had nowhere to live. Like I was staying with a friend for like on, the, on their sofa for like three days. Uh, and then I was like, oh my God, you're mental. You're going to another country, uh, commission only job, um, and you're just gonna live on, on someone's sofa. Like you've got nowhere to live, but the, the from way- a, Sorry to interrupt, from a successful background. Yeah. Like from a, um, a well-paid job, you were standing on your own TV and kind of giving all of that up to yeah. come and live on a couch. Yeah, of course. I just, I, for me, I just didn't like, and I think that's what everyone like, here that comes here and this is what Dubai the lifestyle is great but for me it's the people that you meet and everyone's got like that mindset where like they don't want to just you know pay off the mortgage and then be like okay I'll live a happy retirement life that's just it's not for me and I, I think a lot of people are the same as well so what is for you I'd say, I'd say making loads of money but I, I'll be honest it's not really that important to me like for me it took me a long time to realize if, you, if I'm more bothered about what money I put on the board than what I'm putting in my own pocket, that, that sounds silly. But actually, I think it's about that fulfillment of wanting to do well, wanting to do, you should, I think anyone, no matter whether you're, you know, a binman or a CEO of a company or whoever you are, I think you should always want to be the best that you can be, 100%. Um, I, that doesn't sound that daft because what you find is a lot of the top earners within the company are more focused about what's on the board. So if anyone doesn't know, the board is, if we do a deal, you, have, you earn a certain commission amount and the, the commission amount goes on the board. So that's how we call it from the days where we used to write the commission on whiteboards. <laughs> yeah. Wow. But, yeah. Um, but a lot of the top earners are more focused on what's on the board and how are they doing compared to the guy next to them or the guy in the other office that always does well. and. It's that competitive element that drives people to do well, rather than thinking, okay, I've got that on the board, so I've earned this much money this month. That kind of doesn't come into it that much. It takes yeah. care of, it's the overall goal and it takes care of, care of itself. But for the most part, it's just that competitiveness of, as you say, wanting to see yourself at number one, not because of the money you're going to earn, but the prestige that, that comes with being number one. Yeah, 100%. So, Demac Hills is the area, we, we said a minute ago that you first went into. For anyone, because as well as talking about agents, we want to expose a lot of different areas to Dubai, to people who may who may not know them. Because you know what it's like, if you live in a certain area and you work in a certain area, by and large, you probably don't move too much out of that. So what? Uh, just explain to, to anyone who doesn't know Demac Hills, maybe it's, it's three unique selling points or what Demac Hills is like as a community. Yeah. <clears throat> so obviously in Dubai, you've got, 
like so many different like locations that are great. There's no there's no denying it. There is there, there, there's so much going for it. Obviously, you've got Emirates Living, JGE, Dubai Hills is huge now. Um, you know, Moodon, which is right next to the Mac, even Arabian Ranches. There's there's so much, but I think what separates the Mac or it's one of the few places that has like a real mix of people, um, and like a real family community, like 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 real like families from all different types of backgrounds as well it's very green like obviously i know that dubai they're trying to make it more green but the first thing that people say when they're inquiring is i want somewhere that's green and that's yeah. what the mac hills has got to offer um because obviously we live in the desert so yeah it looks we're actually sounds a bit cheesy but a couple of weeks ago we started all sop and all sop running club where there's a few yeah, of us get together actually, on a wednesday yeah. afternoon yeah. anyone watching it, it it's an open invite uh, the more the better, really. But we're actually going to the Mac Hills this Wednesday, so we try to go around different communities. So yeah. as well as running, we just we all see different different parts of Dubai. So I was looking on Google Maps, and the park looks huge. Yeah, it's massive in the middle to the point of I'm thinking of running around it in 40 degree temperatures. <laughs> I'm panicking a little bit, but in terms of greenery, I, I, it's got football pitches there, it's got like splash pools there, tennis courts. Yeah, it's the only thing that it was missing was was a mall, which. Well, it's been built. It's going to be ready in like three months. So is it? Uh, yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah that's literally. probably quite bad for my part. So, how big's the mall? What's what's going to be in there? Uh, so, it, it, for like a community, it's it's quite a big mall. Um, you'll have obviously like your Starbucks there, but they're going to be putting the restaurants. I've just heard that the rumor has it there's going to be a fitness first there. Nice. Um, so there's quite a lot, you know, going on and going into it. So, um, and I can't. They, they built it so quick, literally. It, best part of a year and they've, they've built it it's there which, which just shows you just to buy everything was done yesterday or they want it done yesterday it's crazy well I'd say even more reason to follow your YouTube channel then for people yeah. I imagine to, to get updates and openings and when it's open you can give give everyone a tour around of the um, exactly, of them all yeah. in the community okay so I've got I have been provided a couple of questions from Alini uh, okay. who's our head of PR and comms I think we've covered some of them but one I've got here is how do you navigate scenarios and close deals in a way that the client is satisfied with his or her decision? That's quite a difficult that, that, one. That, that is a good question. Um, and, that, and that's one thing that I've learned, I think, over time in any sales job, whether it was here or, you know, I'm, I'm an ex-barber. So, you know, for, for me, like everyone's like, oh, like barbering is like well different. It's, it's not, it's the same job. You meet loads of different people, different backgrounds, nationalities, and you know, finding something that you relate. You'll notice that a barber can be amazing at the job, but customers always gravitate to something that they can find similar within that person to themselves. Um, so obviously you've got you know the the ability of being able to to do the job, but also being a people person. So it's the same job, but to answer the question without overcomplicating, I think it's just really finding out what the client's needs is so important. Like people will literally just send clients a load of rubbish, like not qualify, like qualifying people. I know we talk about that a lot, but really finding out what someone's needs is and then simply just delivering it. Yeah. Um, it sounds simple, doesn't it? But like you say, it, yeah, of course. it doesn't happen often. Uh, I just need to translate to people because that's a very stockport term you just used. Well different. Well, <laughs> what Josh means there, it's very different. <laughs> yeah, that's my stop for slang coming out there. Um, 
Okay, so we, we kind of touched on clientele before, and, and um, like you said, you come from, from lots of different places, but can you elaborate a little bit on that for us? And what I mean by that, Demac Hills has got everything from studio apartments to mansions, yeah, basically. So where, who, who lives there apart from families? Is it young professionals? Is it entrepreneurs? Is it, I don't know, real estate agents? If you were to walk through Dubai, uh, Demac Hills Mall, when it's open, who are the typical kind of people you're going to see there? To be fair, like, yeah, like you said, I, I, I said families, but now you're getting a, a different, especially with all the newer types of buildings, it's attracting people to buy off plan. You know, people that are either thinking of starting a family that need a bigger space. Um, you know, you know, entrepreneurs that are single. It just depends on, there's loads of different types of people there because there's anywhere from studios to, like I say, your five, six bedroom mansions. Um, so, yeah. And what about the golf course? Have you played on there? I've Are not. you any good at golf? I've never played. Lads from Stockport really aren't play. good at golf. Really yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I, I, I want to start actually. But it is a, it's a renowned one. So it's a Trump course. And when I hear of people coming over, what, just friends, family contacts, yeah. who are golfers, one of the main courses that everyone wants to play is the Trump course. Yeah, it's massive. So it is yeah. a very popular attraction, I'd say, yeah. within the community. Even before the Mac was um, established, you, you get people literally coming for Trump Golf Club. And that's why, you know, I don't want to talk about loads of different things here and, and go off topic, but um, obviously we now do short term. And the short term market is now developing in a way because of like Trump people... Uh, people think if you're going doing short term, it has to be where all the attractions are, but people could be going for golf and they want to be close to there. Um, so, yeah, absolutely. A hundred percent. I remember um, being at the clubhouse and what, what you just said about the golf course. So when I was an agent, which was many years ago, when there's new communities, I'd always go go around at the weekend just to see, explore new communities. And I remember going to the Mac Hills and some villas were under construction. There's barely any towers there. There wasn't a lot going on. And at the back of the clubhouse, they had this big scaffolding structure that you could climb to the top of on ladders and um, just look out over over the golf course and kind of see where see where everything is. And you had uh, one of the sales representatives there with us and saying, this is where this tower is going to be, this is where this community is going to be. And so it, it's amazing to see these communities come That's up crazy. over time and over the so years. when was that then, exactly like? Well, I've not been an agent since 2016. So <laughs> a long time, a, a long time ago. But it was good. It was really interesting. Okay, I think that's it yeah. for us. So Josh, thank you ever so much for coming on. If anyone has any more questions for Josh, um, fire them into us. If we need to, we can get Josh back on. He has got his own show, social channels. He's got his own YouTube, so follow them. Uh, if there is anything you want to ask Josh about his career, about the Mac Hills, about just Dubai in general, and again, fire them in and Josh can create his own videos in the community. And I look forward because, as I said, I didn't know about Demac Hills more, so I look forward to watching your channels to find out more about it. That's good. Thank you again. Thanks a lot, guys. Thank you. Thanks for watching, guys.